Hi, I'm Fred Hubler. I'm a dad, husband, Eagles fan, and 15 years ago, I started my own wealth management company. Over the years, many successful families and individuals have hired my firm to help with their situation. In my role as the Chief Wealth Strategist, I have been honored to get to know successful people from all different walks of life and educational backgrounds. I don't know about you, but I've always been fascinated by what makes some people ultra successful while others seem to have struggles on a daily basis. So join me to find out from some of the most successful people how they got to there. Full disclosure, not all the great people we interview are clients, but they should be. In this episode of Getting to There, I had the pleasure to sit down with retired head football coach Andy Talley, the winningest coach in Villanova school history and the winningest coach in the CIA conference. Andy shares what winning a national championship is like while giving us a behind-the-scenes perspective that you won't hear anywhere else. As many of you probably know, Andy is the president and founder of the Andy Talley Bone Marrow Foundation, and he sheds light on how that all came about. So please sit back and enjoy the first installment of Getting to There. Thanks for being here, Coach. I appreciate it. Um, you're one of the few people I know that have a Wikipedia page. Have you ever read it? I have, actually, and uh, there are some things in there that I need to have changed. They've got a couple dates mixed up. All right. Um, coach for Villanova at Villanova for 32 years. Why did you stay? Well, I'm from Bryn Mawr, uh, so local boy comes home after 25 years of gallivanting around the college football scene. So when there was an opportunity to come back to Villanova and also pick up the program that was dropped in 1960. So, you know, we brought that program back and got it going again. And so it was really uh, a labor of love for me. You know, local boy comes home, uh, good deal. That's awesome. Coaching is hard is probably an understatement. Uh, did you ever think of giving up in your career? We had a bad run uh, at Villanova about three years in a row. And at that point in time, you know, I wondered if maybe I had kind of lost uh, what I needed to get it done. Uh, but a after assessing everything, uh, we had a little young player coming up by the name of Brian Westbrook. Uh, we had Brian Finneran, who was uh, a phenomenal wide receiver for us and a great quarterback. And all of a sudden, we turned it around, we went to the playoffs, and then we went undefeated and you know, had a great run from then on. And actually, the last 10 years of my career, uh, that's 63 to 73, 63 years of age to 73 years of age were the greatest 10 years of my career. So see, old people can still win. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so um, how did you get involved with Bone Marrow and the Get in the Game and the Andy Talley Bone Marrow Foundation? A lot of people ask me that. I was driving to work one morning at about 6 o'clock, uh, coming down Lancaster Avenue. I heard a talk show. And an oncologist came on and said, we have no donors. We only had a million people at that time on the donor list. That was in 1992. We now have 20 million people on the donor list. And I went, you know what? I've got 90 healthy football players. I can do something about that. And so I contacted some of the local college head coaches and said, look, let's do this bone marrow drive. And in those days, to be a donor, uh, you had to draw blood. That was a little tough for some of the big time football players, you know, uh, but now it's a simple cheek swab. So uh, it was something that I got involved in. And once I saw the results where we were actually saving lives, I was hooked. That's awesome. 
So in your career or in your life, is there anything that, that originally um, you resisted and it ended up being a really good thing? That's probably as tough a question as you could throw at somebody. I don't resist much. Uh, you know, I pretty much go with the flow. And I think that's why I was able to last in college coaching for 50 years. Because if you can't go with the flow, uh, you, you're never going to make it. You know, you're going to have ups and downs, good times and bad times. Uh, we were fortunate at Villanova to have more good times than bad times. What are you focused on now? Well, now, of course, that I'm retired as the head football coach, I've been running the Andy Talley Bone Marrow Foundation for a number of years. Um, my trusty associate, Krista Ross, uh, is the boss lady, and she runs the show from the top. I do the fundraising, and she keeps me organized. And we have a great thing going. We have 120 college football teams that work with us that do marrow drives every year. Uh, last year, we did 18,000 people on the donor list. We've put over 100,000 people on the donor list and have over 500 transplants to our name. So we're doing great stuff, and uh, we, we hope to continue to save lives as we move on. That's awesome. Anything left on your bucket list? Do you have a bucket list? And I, I am not a bucket list guy. Uh, I never have been um, right now. Uh, I want to stay in good shape. Uh, I want to be proactive in everything that I do. Uh, I want this foundation uh, to have three, four, five hundred college football teams. I want to save more lives. So that's really uh, where I'm headed right now. If you could say anything to your younger self, what would it be and why would you say that? Uh, I would say stay positive. Uh, don't let them get you down. Um, continue to look ahead. Um, things are always better than they seem and uh, continue to work at it. Also, try to develop as many friendships as you can because you can't go it alone. Uh, in any business, you need to have quality friendship around you. So having good friends is hard to do. It's hard, you've gotta work at it to be a friend because a lot of times, you work harder than the other person does in the friendship, and you're going like, hmm, what, you know, really? Seriously? So, I mean, but it's hard work, and so I think that's something that I would encourage people to that's do. That's awesome. Is there anything that you don't give yourself enough credit for? I've never uh, really thought much about who I am. Uh, sometimes when you're in a crowd and people go, oh, you're the football coach at Vill or you were the football coach at Villanova, <clears throat> or I remember this, or I remember that. And it's really something that I have not really put a lot of, you know, credibility into. I did it. I loved it. Uh, it was my passion. Uh, and, you know, it was something that I, I was born to do. That's awesome. If you were given a do-over card, is there anything in your, in your rearview mirror that you would do over, do differently? You know, there's, there was a chance one time when I was a lowly assistant coach at Brown University, and they wanted me to do a weekly TV show talking about college football. And I love doing stuff like that. I love broadcasting and all of that. And I think I could have been really good at it um, because of the content and the fact that, you know, when you're a coach, you really have to be on all the time. 
And I fiddled with the project and fiddled with it. And I kept telling the people I'd get back to them and get back to them. And I never finished doing it. And I regret that because I think I could have had a, a real fun time doing something with radio and TV along with coaching. Well, now you can call them. You can call them now. You have some free time. They'll take care of you. Uh, that was in Providence, Rhode Island. I think <laughs> okay. they probably forgot about me. If you had to live in one place forever, you had to cash it all in and just settle down in one place, where would that be? What's your, where's your happy place? Oh, my happy place is Berwyn, Pennsylvania, which is where I live now. Uh, I'm from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, obviously local yokel. Um, this is the greatest place in the world to live. You have everything you could ever want. The mountains, the ocean, big city, small towns, country. Uh, I'm in the greatest spot in the world and thankfully am here for a long time. You've, you've coached um, and led many, many boys into men and men into the great athletes. Who are the, the few athletes that really inspired you because of how good they were in what they were doing? Well, probably uh, Brian Westbrook would be the name that most people would think. And Brian was a scholar as well. So he was not only a great football player, he was, he was a great student and very, very outstanding young man. I think uh, he would be the forerunner, the guy that kind of led the way. Brian Finneran was another one. He played for the Atlanta Falcons for 10 years. Uh, he was a guy that was a great player, a great person to this day, uh, has been tremendous in the community in Atlanta. And then John Robertson uh, was a quarterback for us. John uh, was, was a guy that won the Walter Payton Award. In fact, the other two guys won the Walter Payton Award. And the Walter Payton Award is symbolic of the greatest college football player at the FCS level. We have three of them. Nobody in the country has three. We have three at Villanova, which is considered a basketball school. When you look at Villanova, people go, oh, Jay Wright, basketball. Uh, but we also had a pretty good football tradition at Villanova as well. That's great. The, the Andy Talley Bone Marrow Bash, can you tell me a little bit about that and what goes on behind the scenes um, and how people can get involved? Well, the bash is something that we put on every year and it's the major fundraiser for the Andy Talley Bone Marrow Foundation. Uh, we'll bring three or 400 people together that night. Uh, we'll have a band, it'll be dancing, there'll be great food and we'll bring a donor and a recipient in who will meet for the first time, which is incredibly moving. So think about it. You have this little child who's 14, 13, 12 years old, um, and here comes their donor who saved their life, and they meet for the first time. I will tell you, there are more tears in that building than you can shake a stick at, and of course, we quickly pass the hat because that's when we're trying to get everybody to give their donations to help our foundation. So basically what we do uh, with the bash is celebrate life and the giving of life and also what we do with the foundation on a yearly basis, which is save lives. And I've been to some of your bashes and the magic between the donor and the donee um, and just the fact that that person wouldn't be there it is so, words can't describe it. It is an awesome place to be part of and, and thing to be part of. So uh, thanks for doing that. So you win the championship. 
top of the world. How's, how's that feel? And, and were there any interesting behind the scene moments that most people wouldn't know because they weren't there with you? Well, very interesting when you win a national championship, the feeling is indescribable. Uh, all of a sudden you realize that there's nobody else in the country that's better than the team you just put out on the field. So it's uh, a feeling that you, you can almost not describe. And an interesting thing, uh, the night we won the national championship, of course we had a big celebration on the field uh, with the award ceremony and so on. And then we went to the biggest press conference I've ever been to in my entire career. Uh, it lasted a good hour. And one of the questions that they asked me in the press conference was, um, you had a problem prior to coming to the national championship, a physical problem. Uh, and I almost didn't make the plane because I had some heart pains. And of course, having had a heart attack earlier in my career, uh, I was concerned. And I went, oh man, Lord, please allow me to go to this game, the national championship. So I went to my cardiologist. He did all the tests for me and uh, I was able to get on the plane and make it. So when I get to the press conference, I kind of shared that with the people there. And I said, you know what? I had this problem and uh, if I would have passed away after this game, um, it would have been a good life. I would have achieved all that I wanted to achieve in my coaching career, which, you know, you can't do it any better than win a national championship. So anyway, it was kind of a fun press conference. And my wife and I came down uh, out of the stadium. All the lights were out. Uh, the locker room was locked. The players were gone. And she and I were the only ones left in the stadium. And everybody went back to the hotel to celebrate. And we walked back to the hotel. And here you win a national championship. You expect to be, you know, in a great celebration. And the lights are out in the stadium. And we're walking down these dark streets of Chattanooga, Tennessee, trying to find our way back to the hotel. So that was kind of an interesting deal. Interesting, humbling moment right after the greatest moment of your life. Oh, absolutely. And here, I mean, there wasn't even a cab. I couldn't even get a cab back to the hotel. So uh, it, it was a uh, very, very That's interesting awesome. time. Any interest in writing a book? You probably have a lot of stories or are the stories you have not ones you want to put in a book? You know what? I have uh, been asked to do a book several times. Um, I, I probably just don't have the patience to sit down and go back. And I, I, I was never a big note taker. Um, I'm a very spontaneous person. Um, and I could usually handle everything in my head without writing stuff down. And now that I'm a little older, I wish I'd have written all that stuff down because I forget most of it. So <laughs> it's kind of a shame. Um, I think it'd be a fun book. There actually is a book that was written. Uh, it's, um, it's called A Season in Purgatory. And you can still get the book. And a writer followed me. Tony Moss was the writer. He followed me for a year. And we wrote the book. And what had happened was the quarterback that we had that year 
broke his leg against Rutgers in the first game of the year. We ended up having a horrible season. And he wrote this book through this horrible season. And so we came up with the title, A Season in Purgatory. And it covered a lot of the if, ands, and buts in a college football season. No holds barred. Uh, if anybody wants to really know what goes on uh, behind the scenes in a college football program, get that book, A Season in Purgatory. That's awesome. Coach, thanks for coming. Thank you for answering. It's my pleasure, questions. Fred. Great to be here. Thanks for watching Getting to There. Join us next time for another exciting guest.